Nurse Deck, we give nurses a place to belong. Whether that's a platform to be heard or the breathing room to be accepted right where we are today. Nurse Deck is proud to be built by our collective nurse voice. The Nurse Voice interview series showcases the true diversity in nursing experience through individual storytelling. We hear from professionals from all walks of nursing life, in academia, at the bedside, in the C-suites of administration, and at the forefront of nurse-led innovation. Nurses are strong, but we need each other more than ever. Our stories connect and unite us, and we're thrilled to bring you a new one each week. I'm Brianna Kinney Orr, and this is The Nurse Voice. Hi, everyone. My name is Jamie Smith, and I am the host today on Nurse Deck Podcast, and today we have Wendy Carroll. We will be interviewing. Hi there, Wendy. Hello, Jamie. Hi there. So, Wendy, tell us, how did you get started in nursing? Tell us about informatics. Sure. Um, well, when I was in high school, um, looking to choose a major and a career, um, I'd been very interested in technology. So I couldn't decide if I should go into technology or nursing, which were my two biggest interests at the time. And ultimately, I chose nursing. Uh, so, uh, my kind of my path into informatics was throughout my time in direct patient care, first unit in the cardiac unit, uh, my fellow nurse colleagues and I were experiencing a lot of just, uh, inefficiencies in the way that we were working. It was just glaringly obvious to me. You know, and this directly affected productivity and ultimately, you know, the care that we gave to our patients wasn't as quality as it could be. So um, I desired to try to be a change maker in nursing. Uh, and I started thinking about that early in my career. And then I realized I wanted to move into a non-clinical professional role to impact health um, and wellness in it uh, from a different angle, really. So um, the first thing I did uh, to uh, you know, try to impact or, or change the inefficiencies and decrease the waste that I was seeing was to move to a quality imp improvement department because I really wanted to better care delivery and then processes also for clinicians at large. And when I discovered that I could be a nurse and use technology to impact, you know, the quality of care we were giving, safety, um, all of that. And, uh, you know, again, I go back to the word efficiencies. That's, a, that's big for me in informatics um, to kind of satisfy uh, my love of technology and my love of nursing. I intentionally uh, made a transition into uh, nursing informatics, which I learned about. So it was really um, kind of a logical choice for me and one that I was really excited about. And then, um, you know, I've really felt like the ability to make a difference in healthcare in non-clinical professional roles, which I think nurses take a lot of times and they feel uh, maybe like they're not giving care still to patients because they're not at the bedside it's really been so rewarding to me 
And I've learned so much along the way in my informatics career and my nursing career. I just never imagined at the start of my career um, how much I was going to enjoy it and be able to do the things I wanted to do. That is really cool. So you got started out knowing you wanted to do something in technology. You ended up doing nursing. You said you work cardiac unit. And the fact that you love technology so much, you figured out nursing informatics and you made a powerful comment. You said you can still make a difference at the bedside. You can still drive patient outcomes without being at the bedside by being, you know, going into nursing informatics. Mm -hmm. I'm interested, like, what's a day like as a, nursing and like working in nursing informatics what is a day like like what do you do like do you work in the background of emr like what exactly is the role about well there's so many possibilities and it really depends on the clinical setting you're in but we also can't forget about you know leadership operations and administration because a lot of technology healthcare technology is used in that space and you back to the question i probably didn't completely answer kind of like what is nursing informatics yes mm -hmm. yeah it's really a unique uh, niche specialty in nursing where we use um, data um, to transform information that leverages different types of technology and on a broad scope to improve health and health equity, again, safety, quality, and ultimately population and people outcomes. So I think uh, if I think globally, what a day in the life of an informaticist look like is uh, being in a setting where you have clinical folks and then you have we have our tech folks. So uh, nurses who use technology, uh, nurses in technology as a specialty, fill that clinical expertise gap and serve as master bilingual translators and liaisons between the clinical and technology stakeholders to ensure that healthcare systems, the IT systems, help uh, really in an interprofessional uh, way and teams to provide the best care across the care continuum to patients and their caregivers. So it's a really broad look, uh, informatics is. And informaticists speak both of those languages, tech and clinical, which is a very unique skill in health professions um, that are dependent on technology. And it really enables the development of those improved clinical workflows and high value healthcare interactions with patients and the solutions that are really steeped in harnessing health IT. That's really cool. So from hearing you speak, and I really do not know the answer to this. So like when call schedules are made or like uh, templates for progress notes, do you guys sit in the background? Like, is this like what you guys have been doing? And I just didn't know it. Yeah, so we are called upon to uh, be that clinical eye for, uh, you know, use the example of an EHR. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to put a new assessment in an EHR, obviously you have your electronic health company or system that you're using. Whatever that may be, a nurse will sit down with a clinical stakeholder and gather those requirements. What kind of assessment do you want to do? 
What kind of uh, data points do you want to collect? What kind of information? How do you want it to look? How do you want the behavior of the system to, to work? And then uh, informaticists go back to the IT department and the developers, and they convey that, um, again, in that expert way. <clears throat> Definitely more have more, uh, you know, the clinical expertise, but know enough about tech to be able to go back to the developers. And what's great is a lot of developers um, in IT now are clinical. So there's a lot of analysts. And again, we have our builders and, and things like that. So again, it's truly that liaisoning between stakeholders, our doctors, our nurses, our physical therapists, our pharmacists, and then taking it back to our engineers. Wow, you guys do a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if we have people listening to this podcast today and start looking up jobs in nursing informatics. I would not be surprised at all. That's great. Yeah. So, Wendy, can you tell us more about Nurse Evolution? What is that? Its mission, its vision? Sure. Nurse Evolution is an information hub that I established for nursing informaticists and also aspiring informaticists to really increase the understanding of how new technologies, um, technology in general, also touching on new technologies, uh, data analytics, and then innovation concepts can work together to improve healthcare at large. And we aim to help nurses understand the value brought to uh, critical health IT projects in hospitals and clinics, nonprofit organizations, uh, vendor settings, you know, startups and big IT environments as well. And our mission is to guide nurses to catalyze the digital healthcare landscape to optimize individuals and communities' health and the patient and the nurse experience, which has been missing. We'll talk about that probably a little bit more. And uh, advanced practice, too, and the profession. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to go on. Yeah. No, you... you Actually, we'll take that part out where I said, wow, like that. That's so cool. Like it really is. We'll take that part out. But yes, we'll take that part out and you can keep talking. So, yes, continue. So our vision is to cultivate new ways of caring using healthcare technology. We really value and suggest nurses use a futuristic mindset, uh, disrupt disruptive approaches, uh, continue um, to learn, uh, involved, and use thought leadership to add to the nursing knowledge base about information uh, technology and healthcare and also informatics. So it's broad. It's not just learning and having resources, but it's really a way of uh, encouraging nurses to really uh, get out there. And that's the part about improving and uh, transforming the profession as well. That is really neat. So you happen to mention disruptive approaches. What, what, what do you mean by that? Disruptive approaches, um, getting out of mindsets uh, that reduce kind of uh, risk taking, seeing and thinking about what can be possible and then uh, having the courage to say, I wanna do this differently. Uh, nobody else has ever done this before. That's how we've had so many 
of our inventions and process changes in healthcare. They've been done by nurses. So uh, nurses are naturally innovative, uh, and we also learn to be. In it. We can also learn to be innovative. We know we have to be very innovative and creative in in practice. But then also there's you know formal learning for innovation as well. But we can really look at a lot of our tech stars and see. Um, how we can do uh, things new in different ways and really follow through with it. So that's the disruption I'm talking about, really taking taking those steps to think differently. I love it. I absolutely love that. If you have an idea in mind, you want to maybe share a different approach or idea, speak up. Because like you said, nurses, we are innovators, right? And you said uh, projects have come to life, if I heard you right, with people bringing their ideas forward. Yes. That is really neat. So, Wendy, what is your perspective on the evolution of technology related to nursing care delivery and practice? My feeling on this, um, from what I've seen and from the uh, work I've done so far, is that uh, we've been slow to transition technology, um, especially new technologies, into practice. Um, really learn more technology than just uh, electronic health records. But fortunately, there's really a shift occurring as nurses have begun to advance the use of health IT in nursing practice and operations through a few different ways that I'll talk about. And first, I think it's identifying the advantages of health technologies and new technologies. And also, as we just talked about, nurse innovation. Benefits are, you know, connectivity between uh, clinicians and patients, being able to guide them. You know, when you think about uh, more of our advanced and smart technologies, augmentation of how we practice, of course, that automation, and then start to really use uh, more predictive and prescriptive care delivery. I think that is one of the things that's making helping us make a shift. And we're also looking at cross industries and how they've applied and adopted technology. There's so much study and literature about that right now. And uh, as I talked about kind of with formal training, there's so much formal training for health technology right now and universities offering undergraduate, graduate level courses and tracks. Um, and even about new technologies and, as we talked about, innovation. But research, uh, to uh, scholarly inquiry of all of these things is happening now and has steadily increased over the last several years. So I think these things have caused a real shift and push and are giving momentum to advancing healthcare in nursing even further. Wow. So there's a lot of key players, it sounds like. You said you work with engineers. You mentioned doing research. So there's a lot to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. More into vlogs than pods? You can also watch these interviews. Check out Nurse Stack on YouTube for video features of these amazing nurses and more content by and for nurses. Just search Nurse Stack on YouTube to find us and get watching. Can you give us examples of these technology applications and nursing practice? 
Sure. Uh, the two that come to mind are, I think, fantastic examples of uh, the efficiency and uh, direct patient care and how we can be empathetic with our patients. And the first is artificial intelligence. It's really applied within healthcare practices to better understand large volumes of clinical data and identify trends that can lead to better patient outcomes. That's just overall. And the smart algorithms can be used to uh, predict if a patient, you know, if an elderly patient uh, will fall. And it can also determine a risk of a patient deterioration, such as sepsis or organ failure uh, in critical care settings. So those are real-life applications of, of AI in the hands of nurses today. And I'd say also the one that comes to mind is virtual and augmented reality. Um, these types of emerging uh, technologies and immersive technologies are generally used for reducing pain and providing distraction during procedures. Think about burn patients and maybe doing a pediatric IV start. Um, and it's also used for education through sim simulation activities in a lot of the ways that we see virtual reality being used in gaming. So uh, VR, another thing that I'm thinking about, can also be used for uh, discharge, patient discharge education at the end of an inpatient stay. You could put uh, goggles on a patient and have somebody do their discharge instructions for them. You know, that's really targeted for uh, the patient based on their needs and based on what they've been in the hospital for. But I think all of these use cases really address the needs for a shortage in nursing instructors with the mm -hmm. simulation and then also practicing nurses right now. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you caught my attention. You said the technology, you gave an example of being able to tell before a patient falls and knowing if they're preceptic, like, how does that even work? I would be interested in knowing more about that. Sure. So um, as far as the falls go, uh, one thing that uh, one thing that has been done in a process has actually been brought to market using AI also uses a sensor that sits on a that sits on a wall. Basically, it's put on the wall, and it monitors the patient movement. Uh, it monitors the nuances of the patient um, based on the data that it's taking in, and it's using that data and learning specifically to that patient. Um, you know, their movements and if their movements are inappropriate or not. And they found that, uh, you know, it's very accurate, actually, um, in predicting falls, but then also uh, predicting any false alarms as well. You can also use that to, uh, you know, move a patient, say, in a skilled nursing facility closer to a room. So there you go. You're, you're improving. You're improving care. So that's um, something that can be done with artificial intelligence. And the same, I, I think I gave an example for kind of the virtual and augmented reality. Virtual reality, they say, is, you know, going to the aquarium. Augmented reality is actually being in the tank with the fish. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of great use cases. Uh, mainly, like I said, distraction, but of course for nurses, uh, thankfully, simulation when they're getting educated. 
Thank you for that. So you edited a, edited a book called Emerging Technologies for Nurses. What is this book all about? I'd like to know more about it. Sure. So Emerging Technologies uh, for Nurses, Implications for Practice, um, came about because in the last several years in healthcare, there's been a lot of buzzwords, like we just talked about, artificial intelligence, virtual reality, um, the internet of medical things, and uh, genomics, blockchain. So we decided uh, to write uh, a book, a textbook by expert nurses as a really essential introduction for all practicing nurses nurse leaders who are making decisions about technology and choosing technology, and then also um, nurses who are teaching health IT or informatics courses. And it's really the first of its kind. Um, it talks about innovation, the smart technologies for nurses in the clinical and non-clinical and administrative settings to keep up with the quick pace of healthcare. And it looks at, why, Think about the major things. It really gives um, a, a really in-depth look at uh, the integration of nursing, innovation, value-based care models, highlighting the value of nurses adopting and using new technologies and data in healthcare today. And then we look into the future. And we also look at some societal and political aspects that if, and policy that um, affect, you know, clinical care delivery globally around the world. You cover everything. <laughs> you cover a lot. So, so can you tell us more specifically about the quadruple aim that is mentioned in your book and how you see technologies changing our healthcare system? Sure. So the quadruple aim is a four dimensional framework developed overall, the bumper sticker, to improve healthcare globally. That's put forth by um, a lot of scholars out there who thought we used to have the triple aim and now we have the quadruple aim. So this was done due to the pace at which health technology is being developed and adopted, used, and is just quickly evolving. There needs to be an expedited need to better manage the patient populations, which is one aspect of the quadruple aim that impacts directly the quality of care and patient outcomes, reduce costs for everybody involved in healthcare, that's another aspect, and then improving patient satisfaction and engagement to be engaged in their health, to be engaged also if you look at the technology side of it, to be engaged in technology, and then also, and we all know that we get measured on that um, quite heavily when we're doing our practice. And then also enhance the well-being of practicing clinicians. That's the new fourth part of the quadruple aim framework. And really, I think there's not a better, uh, couldn't be a better time for that. And nurses are key players really in driving the imperatives of the quad aim and impacting value-based care. And we can do it using technology. So you mentioned enhancing the well-being of clinicians. Like you said, it's the best timing right now because of pandemic. You just think about the burnout and everything. So you definitely caught my attention when you said enhancing the well-being. Mm -hmm. 
So tell us, how do you think the healthcare industry can further expand and promote the conception development, adaptation, and the effective use of technologies for nurses? Well, when I think about this, uh, I think about really globally stepping back from technology at first and looking at nursing overall. I'd say healthcare as an industry needs to first recognize nurses' overall value in the healthcare industry. We're the large population of practicing clinicians, and therefore the largest users of tech in practice, and as we know, we're the most trusted profession here in the States. So I think there needs to be more understanding of that. Um, and then I think understanding, uh, having, having the industry really begin to understand the importance and have the knowledge about nurses' skills, ability, our knowledge, and then include us in on technology projects where we and patients are the end users in technology. So uh, patient-centered products, and nurse targeted products and solutions to make sure they're well designed and give us the right outcomes. Right. Yeah. You're pretty much saying like, let the nurse be involved. We're frontline, let us be a part on technology projects if it involves patients. Yes. We're the voice of the patient. Right. I love that. So what are the challenges for utilizing tech innovations in nursing care and operations? I think some of the challenges um, come from a few different angles. They come from, you know, our sweet, our C-suite level executives. They come from, secondly, and I'll talk about it, the uh, vendors out there who are creating these projects. And then again, people who are recognizing the value of nursing. But right now, um, new technologies and technology can be uh, very pricey. A lot of it at this time is experimental. So it makes the, you know, the, the, the slowness is due to that dollar, dollar to value recognition. But knowledge and awareness will improve recognizing the benefits of technology. We've got to do that education, use case studies and real world examples. Again, innovation and risk taking, taking a gutsy approach to how we're going to make decisions on these technologies and really lean on informaticists as trusted advisors. And I think from a vendor standpoint or those who make decisions as well um, in the vendor settings, really our medical provider focused solutions. So physicians and advanced practice providers, you know, they generate more revenue where therefore they get us, uh, uh, they may not generate more revenue, but it's recognized that they generate revenue. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before they, uh, you know, so they get that specific product focus. Develop, developers may believe that their time is more valuable, but really this can be mitigated as we need a more interprofessional approach to design uh, and adoption, meaning nurses need equity in that design, in that input, um, and the focus of the solutions being nurse-centric, and then also <clears throat> getting technology roles in healthcare. Nurses need to be recognized for that, and they need to be decision makers. Um, it takes 
technology literacy, again, leaning on informaticists to help the high-level leaders and vendors understand the direct benefits um, of nurses and solutions for nurses. So you caught my attention. You had said one of the challenges was cost. And then I remember before when I asked you about the quadruple aim mentioned in your book, you had mentioned reduced cost. So it sounds like you're trying to like offset that because it is a problem. I think so. I think we can use uh, technology as a means to just reduce waste, be more lean, be more efficient. Um, we do that by, we can use that by using artificial intelligence to be able to, again, look at patterns in data to see where we can improve. It's a extension of quality improvement. And as we know, when we're more efficient and productive in the right ways, dollars are going to be saved. Yeah. Well, it's good that you're looking at that. Yes. So we all know this pandemic, the short staffing, the stress we are facing, it's widespread in nursing today. Do you think nursing informatics can also be a solution to these challenges now and why? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think nurses pursue this profession to spend time with patients and do so in the best way possible. That's why we entered this profession. So I think improving workflow, uh, sorry, workplace efficiency is one key factor. So a few ways nurse informaticists can help is by implementing new technologies. We have technologies such as telesitting which is that form of being, uh, you know, having more of a, a telehealth approach to monitoring patients who need one-on-one -on -one care. That's an example of an informaticist implementation, uh, life cycle implementation that they can do. Um, also optimizing the EHR, as we were talking about in the beginning of our discussion, by decreasing the documentation burden. Yes. Charting automation, such as voice-to-text, also computer vision, can allow nurses to be more hands-off the computer, you know, upwards of 20% of the time they're spending on a computer every shift. And that's a major nurse dissatisfier. And then, you know, instead of duplicative and intensive documentation, um, important information from an assessment, a patient assessment, can... Uh, you know, if it's recorded, can become a draft, you know, a, a, a word draft, and nurses can review it, and they can use their clinical judgment. And when it's approved and finalized, we can have functionality and system behavior where that data can flow into the EHR into discrete fields, you know, which will take a time for documentation, but we need it for tracking, we need it for trending, and we need it for reporting also, uh, ultimately. Yes. So you mentioned optimizing EHR and how much nurses spend. I work long-term care and that is one of the top complaints is that the nurses say, I spend more time charting than seeing my patient. So that is something I hope to see improve in the upcoming years. Great. Yeah. Your community of real nurses is waiting for you. Join Nurse Social from Nurse Deck today connect and network with nurses from all over. Ask questions and share advice. Only verified nurses and nursing students have access to member areas. So new nurses, veterans, mentors, and leaders 
are here to connect and support one another. Get rewards for participating in your community, score social points as you engage with fellow nurses, and redeem your credit to support a growing list of products and services created by other nurses. Follow topics that interest and affect you as a nurse. Your peers are creating topics and stocking them with an unlimited supply of advice and resources. And you can follow along to help build a better world for nurses everywhere. Head to social.nursestack.com to join in today. We'll see you there. So what other transformative technologies are you looking to see? I think one that is going to really come into play and is also very compelling is the use of artificial intelligence mixed with virtual personal assistants or VPAs such as Alexa or Google's assistant. Um, what this type of technology does is that um, they work together and a nurse and they and it enables nurses to be able to leverage the two together to care for people with say special needs degenerative diseases such as in the elderly and then also monitoring diseases in ambient environments um you know the in specific ways um remotely and from a distance and it's more uh jamie than just saying alexa you know tell me it's time to get my medication it goes beyond that you know goes beyond voice commands because using that data that's pulled um from those conversations ami applications can really begin to expertly anticipate proactively address people's needs adapt to their changing conditions and determine patterns in the way that I told you about the product uh, where uh, you could detect patient falls before they fell, you know, and make predictions and recommendations to inform enhanced what we do, decision making, um, you know, in a patient home, but also in clinical settings. So I'm interested. So I know I have covered long-term care facilities where patients say like have progressive ALS or like progressive MS and they can't press their call bell and they've used really neat technology and I don't understand it, but I'm assuming from hearing you like this is nursing informatics. Is that correct? Like coming up with a device for that, being able to know when they need something, get up out of the bed. Yes, absolutely. Um, I certainly hope that nurses were behind developing that. Uh, pretty sure, being the voice of the nurse, understanding nurses, but that's when the, that prediction comes into play, where data is taught to learn about our patients and be, you know, centric to our patients and, and very specific and targeted. It also helps us to be prescriptive with that predictive piece that you're probably talking about. Not just is it going to happen, but maybe what do we do about it before it happens? I would certainly hope nurses were behind the development of it. I would certainly hope so. You would think they would be, but I have no doubts people are going to be hearing this and they're going to have that interest be sparked from hearing you talk today because I know for myself, I've heard CNAs going to school say, I wish I could help with technology, like having no idea like what they could do out there. So thank you for bringing that to light. Sure. Yeah. So any message for our nurses 
in embracing the use of technology and nursing care? Yeah, I do have a call to nurses about that. Um, I would ask nurses to look beyond the electronic health record technology only and its documentation benefits um, and ask themselves, what else can make us be more productive? And how much of my time is being spent not being productive? And with these ideas and these activities, be open to new emerging technologies that are being used widely in our industries. And I keep coming back to AI because I think I think automation uh, is is one of is definitely just vital and kind of magic for uh, inefficiencies. Um, you know. Other industries use AI, you know, not only in our industry to improve uh, in documenting care, but also improving workflows, especially decreasing those low value tasks and more streamlined. Uh, for instance, the workflows would be more streamlined medication administration, our, how we manage our supplies on our units, food delivery on a unit. And uh, as we touched on for leaders, you know, staffing solutions such as for scheduling and also using data to develop high performing care teams, which is uh, very intriguing to me. I think we're going to start doing that with AI. Yes. And it's interesting you brought up scheduling. So that's what I was asking before, like call scheduled. Would you be a part of that? And it sounds like you would be. Um, absolutely. I was actually thinking about staffing scheduling. Um, because there's ways to predict uh, how many patients will be able to will be coming into a clinic or a hospital based on data that is out in and outside of what's happening, you know, in the clinic or the hospital walls. And with that, you can predict your staffing um, ahead of time. You won't have those call schedules. You won't be short staffed. You can also improve the quality of your care if you know, uh, if you look at those patterns and you can tell what is not standard, what is standard. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are using that with high accuracy right now. You mentioned the quality of care again. You don't have to be at the bedside to improve quality of care. And that's like a big takeaway from this. Yeah. Is there a topic you would like to talk about that has not been yet discussed? Yes. Um, I'd like to talk about the kind of the digital health uh, literacy and trust that uh, nurses have and uh, really uh, don't have. But, you know, the understanding, really the foundation of healthcare technology today and how we can best use it is key to furthering our digital health and connected care, which is somewhere we kind of need to get next out of the hospital walls. And I think that nurses and patients lack health tech knowledge and many times because of distrust in data use and storage um, and tech system behavior, such as those algorithms that drive AI and computers and devices. But I really think there's some ironing to this, irony to this and opportunity um, as because in our everyday lives away from patient care and operations, we welcome and we count on this type of persuasive technology to send us alerts, make recommendations to um, about health, you know, and look into health diagnoses, who to interact with socially, what to buy, e-commerce, and even, you know, suggest events 
that we and our family may be interested in and use to, you know, make all of those decisions. And if you think of health tech, um, you know, we, we get alarm fatigue. We hear a lot of sounds. We get, you know, we get a lot of flags in our EHRs, but, you know, this type of di this type of digital flag is needed in healthcare settings and administrative administration to really guide the best actions through what we call the clinical decision support piece. And I believe if we trust digital suggestions in our personal lives, we can also do that in practice. And I think we all just need more health tech literacy about this so we can teach it to our patients, learn it ourselves, and then have really more a world of global activity. So I can tell you already, folks are gonna be asking questions, wanting to learn more. What is, is there a class is on this that you would recommend? Like, because it's so much to it. Um, <laughs> gotta think about it. Um, yeah. I ask this, but you are so passionate. Like you know so much about this, and there's so many avenues and things that's associated. I'm just like, I can foresee people wanting to know more because you know so much. And so you know what? I'm glad you put your hand up because is there a better way to ask that? Like, because I know people are interested. Sure, I don't think there's a better way to ask that. I think there's a tremendous amount of opportunities we can get our uh, education from being uh, just more interested in becoming what you call a super user of technology in a hospital that can help you gain more, that can yeah. help you gain more. Mm -hmm. um, and then also there's formal education, taking nursing informatics courses. And then there's also organizations and initiatives that nurses can get involved with. Um, there's a organization called HIMSS, how about we put my, okay, you are doing so good right now, and this is so natural. Why don't I ask it and you go ahead? Oh, okay. You, like, <laughs> I'm like, she's doing so good. I want people to hear this. Okay. And hopefully, okay. hopefully I can say it again. Because I'm like, oh, this is so cool, and I'm just trying to foresee what people are going to be asking, you know? Like, mm -hmm. do you need a master's degree? Like, All right, so nurse stack, we're ready. So, Wendy, it's obvious you're knowledgeable, you're passionate. I am confident people are going to want to learn more about nursing informatics. Where would you start? I would start with uh, looking into becoming a technology super user in uh, maybe your place of practice. Uh, even in those non-professional clinical roles, such as quality improvement or infection prevention, there are opportunities to be involved in um, become one of the experts in how, how technology is used in those settings. And then there's formal education, you know, getting an academic degree, you can get undergraduate and graduate uh, uh, education now, tracks in informatics and health technology and even emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence. But I also believe with that thought leadership and adding to the knowledge base, you can be involved in uh, organizations and initiatives that exist right now uh, in our country. There's the Health Information and Management System Society, HIMSS. 
Uh, that's a great organization. So many nursing informatics resources. Um, and broader as well. Broader, you know, so you can look around the industry and see what's happening. And then there's also the innovation organization called Sanciel, which can uh, teach you uh, and nurses innovation concepts. And you have a, you have a really tight-knit group who you can work with to get your ideas across, of course. And then there's also the Nursing Knowledge Big Data Science Initiative that is specifically uh, uh, pinpointed on nurses learning about uh, data and analytics. And they're really making strides around the country and really globally about how we're looking at several different aspects of nursing and becoming uh, using data better using nursing data better and uh, it's just a fantastic initiative so I, I just that's a resource that I would love to see uh, nurses into and be more involved in. So for those listening in and are wanting to learn more about nursing informatics you would recommend get involved with the technology be a super user get formal training like you mentioned uh, be involved in organizations you mentioned specifically Sanciel is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah and then nursing science initiative. Yes. Thank you. So last question, Wendy, what are your thoughts on the community? How do you think nurses can benefit from NurseDex community for nurses? When I first uh, learned about NurseDex, I was really astonished about how beneficial it is to nurses, I feel, in modern practice and how we need to really improve right now more than ever our belonging uh, with other nurses. And I feel like it, it's a means to build comradeship and resiliency. Uh, in my opinion, I think the platform, uh, you know, the social digital means to do so is so effective today because we use it in so many other ways also. Very excited to see that the platform itself overall is nurse-led, developed, and centric. And I feel like uh, talking about the innovation space, I especially like in Nurse Social that there are groups that focus on nurse entrepreneurship, which is nurse innovation really at its finest. I think nurses are very interested in that topic and um, want to be business leaders. I, I just think that's a terrific resource. You're doing uh, such a great job. You are all so busy. I'm not sure how you're doing it, but I'm certainly intrigued to find out what goes on behind the scenes there at NurseDeck. Thank you so much for your kind words, Wendy. Thank you so much. Of course. Yeah. Well, we thank you today for being on this Nurse Tech Podcast. Thank you so much. This has been a Nurse Tech production hosted by NP Jamie Smith and RN Brianna Kinney Orr. This episode was produced and edited by Juan Paolo Toison and Julia Taliesin. Join us on social.nursetech.com to connect with podcast hosts and guests and experience a truly nurse-centered online community. Thank you for listening.